Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, uh, exactly how much sleep would you say is the perfect amount of sleep for you? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. How's it going over there? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm just dandy. Are you well rested? I am. I am well rested, and uh, I'm here to have a conversation about sleep and turkey. Because I do want to remind people we have a turkey cooking in the room. turkey will put you to sleep. Um, did That's you get true. seven hours last night? Okay, so can I can I quickly... I know it's you're yes going no. somewhere. I know you're going somewhere. I I If I don't get seven and a half hours, you don't want to be around me. So oh. yes, seven and a half hours. So you hours. didn't get seven and a half hours last night. That's funny. <laughs> okay. I'm laughing. It should be. Why are you... Why do you what's with the attitude? That's my... You didn't get seven and a half hours. No, seven (laughs) hours of sleep was found to be linked to, and by the way, uh, what I'm talking about is a new study on sleep in middle and old age. And I think a lot of us listening qualify. So which one were you putting me in? I mean, you know where you you were at. You're in middle age. Thanks. <laughs> uh, according to all sources, the streets, the place to go. But new research has found that seven hours sleep is ideal. That if you get insufficient sleep, that is less than seven hours on average. And mm-hmm. people are different, right? That's why we open the phone line, 651-641-1071. But uh, seven less than or even more than seven hours can cause a number of issues, problems, and can give you a hard time uh, when it comes to things like making decisions or learning new things. And in fact, it's based on science. science. In fact, people experiencing less than seven hour slumber or more have more symptoms of anxiety and depression, worse overall well-being if they reported sleeping for longer or shorter stints. So, Okay, so that's interesting because I don't know that I've ever been privy to, or at least I've never dug deeply into any science that says also too much sleep is bad for you. Yeah. It's true. Interesting. While we can't say conclusively that too little or too much sleep causes cognitive problems, our analysis looking at visual individuals over a longer period of time appears to support this idea. So this is obviously not the definitive study, but it does show that, uh, you know, apparently the evidence supports the idea that more or less than the average of seven in middle to old age can lead to uh, all sorts of issues. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What would you say is the perfect amount of sleep for you? Because as you said, Bradley, we are all individuals. Um, I will say I have started paying attention to this since I got the sleep app on my Apple Watch. Oh, sure. Because I would go to bed at a certain time and I would wake up at a certain time, but I wasn't clear on how much of that time I was actually sleeping. Mm. And so I do check it every morning because I... I like the information. I like the like confirmation of I feel good. I feel rested. Oh, it's because I did get 
seven and a half hours of sleep. Or I don't feel rested even though I went to bed and woke up at the same time. Oh, it's because I was up umpty foo times and I didn't get quality sleep. So anyway, that's my plug for some sort of sleep app. But Bradley, what is your sweet spot? Literally, my sweet spot would be probably seven, seven and a half hours. I mean, on, if I'm being honest, like I would love to get eight hours every night, but I don't. Mm-hmm. And it turns out I can now free myself from wanting to get eight hours. Yeah. As long as I get that seven, I'll feel good. I will say that I do love naps and I have been slowly trying to and my partner would be laughing hysterically hi jamie you're not listening although he is doing a road trip today and might actually be listening hi. um uh i have begun to admit that in some cases a nap isn't always a good idea mm-hmm. if i've gotten a ton of sleep right because then i notice that i don't sleep as well that following night mm-hmm. um but usually it's just on the weekends for a wee bit yeah so but anyway yeah no this this makes me Um, Because I will tell you, too little sleep has been connected to all sorts of cognitive issues, including but not limited to dementia. And too uh, long of sleep can just indicate that you're having poor, fragmented overall sleep. Like if you're sleeping for 10 hours, you're probably not getting 10 hours of quality sleep. Right, exactly. Which is why I, again, a good sleep app uh, and a way of collecting that information is not so bad. Holly, what's your sweet spot? What's your sweet sleep spot? Hey, what? Hey, it's about seven to eight. Yeah. Optimal sleep. Also, sleep is a superpower. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, sleep is amazing. There is a certain point in the day where I look at the clock and it's like, I'm done with today. Yes. I cannot be productive anymore. No. There is no point in me being awake. So then I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're a pirate. Or no, wait, is that what a what? Viking? That's what it is. What? Sleep. That's where I'm a Viking. That's it's a Ralph Wiggum. Yes. I, was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and much more. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. Well, and and I, I'm sure all of us would admit that that has changed over time because, well, for example, I will say actually, I now thrive off of less sleep because in my youth, I was a sleeper. Oh. I was one which, of those people who would sleep until 10 o'clock if given the chance. And I think. I'd be curious to see this exact same research for younger people because I think that they do need more oh, sleep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's why this study just talks about middle age and old age. Yeah, because their brains are still developing. They need to shut everything down for a little while to regenerate some stuff. But I used, I don't know about you, culturally, I don't think we've like uh, understood the importance of sleep. Like I used to get shamed by my mother for taking naps or, and she would say it's because I would get up in the middle of the night then, or I would stay up all night, which sure. Okay. Maybe I'm still prone to that behavior, but um, you know, if you're sleeping, you're tired. Mm-hmm. So if you're falling asleep during the day, you know, that means you need sleep. So I've right. just always been like, if I'm tired, I will sleep. Right. And, um, you know, you have to create like a habit for yourself. But in my younger age, I would sleep like on weekends. I'd get up at 10, 11. Right. And it's hard as an adult or as a parent to to not look at your kid and ascribe your own same values around sleep and yeah. sleeping and wakefulness. Because my kids can sleep, oh my gosh, they can sleep until noon or one o'clock. And, or I think they might just be laying in bed. I don't know what they're doing, but I have to say to myself actively, they are not worried about sleeping their day away in the same way that I, a, an adult who 
Thee's time is finite. Well, no, we get up to pee at three in the morning and can't go back well, to sleep. Well, that's another yeah. issue. That's, well, children don't have that. Young don't people that. don't have that issue. A hundred percent. Yeah, I drink a LaCroix at eight o'clock at night. Oh. Oof, it's going to be rough one. Oh, no, I got to cut off liquids at seven. I if wish I, I could, have but I can't evening. because I work out in the evening and then I come home and I drink a crap ton of water. Right. And, you know, it's fine. God, this is like the oh most gosh. fun this show. This is where you run into... I have to get up to pee Now we're in geriatric chat. <laughs> I'm an old man. It's true. I hate everything but Matlock. Ooh, it's on now. Colleen and Bradley are old. It's a fact. Because truly, 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 I will just tell you as we close out this segment that when I have started to cut off liquids at 7 o'clock, I can make it to 6.30 without oh, even... Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and now you know how we talk off the air, that's you guys. Great. So Lest you think you. we're this fun all the time. No, and that's we are. Yeah, like I I I can't <laughs> wait for young people to experience that because <laughs> as it's happening, you're like, what is this? Why can I why do I What and is this? Suddenly you just find that you are getting up in the middle of the night more. But I will say the thing that I am grateful for in terms of the change of my sleep behavior is um, I love getting up early. I right. love like taking the dog on a walk and being awake yes. before anybody else is awake. In the quiet. Yeah. Yeah. The cruelty of getting older is that, oh, I do some of my best work at 630 yes. in the morning. Yeah. Yes. And not at 1030 at night like it used to be yeah. when I was cramming for tests and trying to meet deadlines for papers. When yeah. we come back <laughs> on the Colleen and, and Bradley show. That true uh when we come back on the colleen and bradley show elizabeth moss is doing something she doesn't usually do she's talking about scientology and being people creatures who are fascinated by cults and scientology uh it perked my ears up and i thought maybe i would share her words with you and get your instant reaction is this really how she thinks or is this just scientology pr spin we'll talk about that after this on my talk 1071 Have you heard Donna and Steve lately? Check out this highlight. One of the little stories that I heard this morning had to do with a a guy who was working in the mailroom and they had a printer. It was called the AB Dick machine. I don't like that. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's a big printer. 19th century and 20th century, the AB Dick company. Okay. So this guy uses this AB Dick machine. Albert Dick. Albert. I see. Of the I would have gone with all of those. Don't rock on. That's where he's going at. Lake Forest, Illinois, the Lake Forest dicks. What? I can say that, can't I? Yes! (laughs) I've never encountered the Chicago dicks. I haven't. I haven't met them. (laughs) Donna and Steve, listen live or podcast at any time at mytalk1071.com or on the MyTalk app. Donna here in the... Welcome back to the Turkey Capital of the World, the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, and Bradley Trainer's uh, microphone needs to be potted up because he had to move. There we go. Bradley. Or not to, yeah, whatever this is. There you are. Hi. Hi. Um, and yes, we are the Turkey Capital of the World. Do you want a chair? No, it's just this, it's, it's a weird mic, so okay. I'm just going to sit down here. Great. I'm probably going to take a picture of that at some point. Um, We are the turkey capital, at least of my talk, because we are presently actually cooking a turkey in the studio. No, it's not Thanksgiving. No, your ears do not deceive you. 
This is not a replay. It is the very turkey that has been in the work freezer for months. For months, like literally probably six months. And uh, we're just a few moments away from pulling the release. It's getting exciting. Holly, what is the time on that thing? 26 minutes. We got 26 minutes in the Instant Pot. It is an Instant Pot. Yeah, people like to say Instapot. I I don't know where that started from, but uh, it's an Instant Pot. I'll tell you. Instagram, Instacart, people went to Instapot. It is an Instant Pot. Yeah. Meaning it can go from frozen to cooked in an instant. In an instant. Relatively. People are always like, you can cook that from frozen? Surely you're lying. And then I go... (laughs) But wait, there's more. No, it's true. You can cook it. I don't usually cook my turkey breast from frozen, but there are times when I've forgotten mm-hmm. or I've gone to the store and don't have time to thaw it out. Um, it really comes in handy. That's really what can. actually... Same with chicken breasts. This is what sold the... Okay, I'm sorry. We're going to get to Elizabeth Moss talking about Scientology, it's but it's fine. People, this is what the people want. It is what they want. Um, Bradley Trainer, you are the person who sold me my first Instant Pot. I swear. <laughs> Not like, like personally. I, no. I didn't make a commission, although I wish I had. But the thing that sold it to me was that cooking things from Frozen. Yeah. Because so often we're on the move or I I forgot to take something out of the freezer to thaw it, not unthaw it, thaw Thaw it. it. Um, I forget to take something out of the freezer. And so just knowing I can pop it in that instant pot and it'll be dinner in no time. Yeah. So you forget something. No big deal. Same. The other thing I love is like potatoes. Yeah. But then it burns and then you got to start over. What are you saying? Like when you put something in the instant pot and then it scorches on the bottom and then it doesn't want to pressurize and it just bleeps oh, at you. And it well, says, you've got to be very careful about how you do that. I've got yeah. tips for that. There but, is a learning curve. Uh, <laughs> but I did want to say like potatoes are my second favorite thing because you can have mashed potatoes mm. and you just decide like as you're getting yeah. ready, like I want mashed potatoes because it'll take like what, eight minutes or something yeah, it's ridiculous. To, to get those potatoes ready to go instead of having to like boil the potatoes. Imagine Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I, we really truly did turn oh, into. I have two in some pots and I made Thanksgiving dinner for one, which was really for about six, but I, it was just me at home that particular year. And I, used both those instant pots to help me make Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. And it was like a dream. Go buy an instant yeah. pot. We- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You're not being compensated at all no, for this. No, zero. Like, honestly, crust. they, uh, yeah, they should really 
give us money. Get on board. Uh, okay, so I promised you I would tell you about Elizabeth Moss talking about Scientology. Now, Elizabeth Moss, she's a big deal, mostly because of The Handmaid's Tale, but she's also in another project, and that's why she was being interviewed by The New Yorker. And apparently, in this New Yorker interview... She did tiptoe around her relationship with Scientology, and uh, she said the following about it. I don't want to come off as being cagey. If you and I met just hanging out as friends, I'm like an open book about it. I don't want people to be distracted by something when they're watching me. I want them to be seeing the character. I feel like when actors reveal too much of their lives, I'm sometimes watching something. I'm going, oh, I know that she just broke up with that person. Or I know that she loves to do hot yoga or whatever it is. So she's clearly talking about Scientology. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So, uh, but then she goes on to say about Scientology specifically that it's not really a closed off religion. Uh, And uh, she says it's very misunderstood. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she said essentially what she's trying to encourage people to do through her engagement with Scientology and her work on The Handmaid's Tale is to encourage people to, quote, find out for themselves. She said, I've certainly been guilty of reading an article or watching something and taking that as gospel. And obviously something like religious freedom and resistance against the theocr- against a theocracy is very important to me. And so now we know that she wants us to find out more before we just accept yeah, what we read sounds, about Scientology. Which is creepy because that just means she's like recruiting and also trying to rewrite history. Because the thing I would say is like, just because Elizabeth Moss has made a personal, um, like she has sort of come up with a way to be a Scientologist and not be bothered by it or see it as problematic, just denies what, the truth is right right she's just not looking at the part she doesn't want to look at like okay all the things she said might be true like i don't take it for granted or i do my research or i think people should make their own choices that's all well and good but that is not the case for how scientology is run if you listen to the preponderance of the evidence as laid out by not just people who are critics of the church, but people who were intimately connected to the top leadership of the church. And to that end, one of the things that's coming out of this article that you've no doubt seen uh, headlines about is that she was taking a restroom break when Leah Remini accepted her award for her work on exposing the Church of Scientology. Oh, I'm to take a restroom break right now. Well, good. Because you got time. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we are going to tell you about some dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid, idiots. After this on My Talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Who is cooking a turkey in an instant pot. It's almost turkey time. Hey, Holly, I have a question. I know that we just heard a turkey sound, but do we have a generous feeling today? Do you know? Yeah. We yes. do. Yes. Oh. Get it. That generous feeling this afternoon is a family four-pack of tickets to Children's Theater Company's production of Diary of a Wimpy Kid running now through June 18th. Third caller, 651-641-1071, is going to win that family four-pack of tickets. Yes, congratulations to you, caller number three. And now congratulations to all the rest of you, because these are your crazy, stupid idiots.
Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. Like? Oh my God. Louisiana. Wow. Sorry, I was like having a wow for her very oh, high note. I was note. like, what are you wowing at? I was wowing at Holly's voice. So you were wowing yes, at, at that, me and wowing at, at Holly's that. voice. And then also now we're in wow. Louisiana. Wow. Wow. Okay, that was a great story. So we're going to Louisiana because I want to tell you about a woman who did something. She, well, um, something. She wanted something and didn't get it and then did something. Can you kind of add some flesh? Put gonna, some meat on uh, those bones? Okay, I feel like, listen, we've been doing this crazy, stupid idiot thing for a while. And um, I'm going to Karnak this. Here. I'm okay. going to Karnak this. Okay. A woman who wanted something. Yeah. She wanted sex from her boyfriend and he wouldn't give it to her. And so she threw a turkey at him. No. Okay, so you got almost all the way there. So kudos, and you. Well, she didn't. Okay. Uh, So apparently, uh, it was April twenty seventh. Well, this was actually the date of the sentencing hearing. Um, Oh, how do I even begin to tell this story? Anisha Speed did something after uh, her. Boyfriend did not do something. And and you pointed it out as detailed Uh in the probable cause affidavit. The victim told police that he'd been invited uh, or he'd invited her rather to his home uh, because they'd been hanging out earlier in the day. That is when she asked for the sex and experience. He did not want to provide that experience. He declined that request, at which point she did the thing that earned her crazy stupidity at status. She produced, they use the word in quotes, produced a 40 caliber handgun oh. and demanded that he do what she wanted, Okay, stating if he declined, she would shoot him. I, that almost never works. And she did. No! Well, actually, she didn't hit him, but she did shoot the gun uh, after threatening that she would do so. He jumped from the second floor of a balcony to avoid getting shot again. He was then seen fleeing uh, when he heard another shot fired. Um, She was then arrested shortly thereafter in possession of that uh, forty caliber gun, along with two live rounds in the chamber, and uh, she has now been arrested. Uh, I feel like there are easier ways to get a date. Well, also, I mean, let's be real. None of that worked. Yeah, I mean, it didn't get her what she any was closer to for. where she needed no. to be. It also just seems like really extreme. Like you're going to go from like no thanks to I'm going to shoot you. Yeah, I feel like she missed a couple lessons. Yeah, or a couple steps. Like yeah. deep breaths. Yeah. Okay, that's not what I wanted, but life is sometimes difficult. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you for your. And how else might I go about getting my needs met? Yeah. Okay. All right. Whoa. All right. Uh, we're going to Florida. You want to go to Florida Let's with go me? To Florida. We're going to meet Amy Ann Harrington. She's 38 years of age and she was pulled over by uh, the St. Petersburg police okay. because she was driving erratically mm, and right. they were uh, considering that perhaps this young lady was um, intoxicated. And guess what? Well, they found out. Maybe she was. 
Well, they definitely tried to, well, they did administer a roadside um, test. Farmer's market? What? To see if indeed she was impaired. Okay. Um, She emerged from her vehicle, quote, smelling of alcohol. She also, quote, had slurred speech Mm. and, quote, was unsteady on her feet. Okay, so she was drunk. She seemed to be drunk, and the police, you know, they can't just guess. They got to perform the entire uh, test. So they requested that she stand on one leg. And also execute the walk and turn test. I love that that's like a thing because I just feel like we like, can we just move to the point where you like wave like a sensor over someone and you're like, oh, you're drunk. Okay. Here's your ticket or here's your arrest. Can we stick a pin in that? Because I do have to talk about what happens later in, in drug and sobriety tests. Okay. Um, that was always a very upsetting thing for me. Okay. okay. All but, the times you got pulled no, over. No, I've gotten pulled over zero times, <laughs> no, I and I never got a minor, but there was one thing that I was told they did in sobriety oh, tests okay. that made me very right. scared because I can't do it sober. Okay, but wait, please, because what you need to know is when she was asked to do the to perform the one-leg stand and, quote, the walk-and-turn tests, instead, she did something that has uh, given her crazy, stupid idiot status. She went to the bathroom. No. (laughs) Instead, she, quote, broke out into cross-disciplinary dance moves. That is according to the arrest affidavit. What cross-disciplinary dance (laughs) moves? Thank you for asking. Like she did a polka and then a ballet Close. She performed, quote, multiple ballet and Irish folk dance moves. So essentially, it was like Swan Lake and River Dance like, all at once. Like she probably went off kilter and then was like, "Oh, kick a leg out!" Yeah, I'm just and doing then, a dance move. And then she kept it going, which we all know what that's like, right? Because sometimes, have you ever been like walking upstairs and you trip over the step and then you pretend like you were running up the yeah. steps? It's like that, yeah. but drunk. <laughs> I've with never dancing. actually done that, but but you know the behavior. Yes. Yeah, I know. Okay, that. good. Yeah. Now, really quickly, the thing I have friends who had had gotten minors and in. in um, in college for uh, being intoxicated underage. And they always told me when they're doing the sobriety test, they'll have you say the alphabet backwards. Oh, I, to this day, I, there's no way I would fail that X W V U T. And then I'm done. No, I can't do the whole alphabet. That's as far as I practice. R Q Q. So you can do it. No, but it's slow. I can't do it fast. P-O-N-M-S. Anyway. Holly, do you know how to do it backwards? She would just do it. Wait, what do I know? Can the you do alphabet the alphabet backwards? backwards? No. Yeah. Okay. See, we all failed. <laughs> I don't think you do that, though, because I don't think your ability to do the alphabet back. I feel like just asking someone who's drunk to do it forwards yeah. would have enough. I know. Just ask issue. me my name and my address yeah. and yeah. then listen closely. I'm starting to get just stressed out. I know. Thinking about saying the alphabet well, even backwards. walking in a straight line, I would be like, I don't think I can sober, right? Because That's I what think I'm, saying. I'm just, you know, like I, I, because again, I see a police car and I think I'm being arrested. Do you know what I say to my and kids? And then it goes by, and I'm like, okay, they are not arresting me. A hundred percent of the time, when a police car drives by us, I announce to everybody in my midst, act normal, please. Because I'm scared like they're gonna too. See you and yeah, well, she looks suspicious. Over. Yeah. Well, you do kind of, but leave me alone. Yeah, you look like that one person. Okay, that's enough Ooh, out of you. I didn't hey. realize, but you're right, Holly. Stop mm-hmm. it. Where are we going next? We are going <laughs> to Washington, the state.
And I want to tell you about a 70-year-old man who did something dumb, but he thought he was saving the day. Okay. Okay. Did you say a 70-year-old or a 7-year-old? 70-year-old man. Not a 7-year-old man. A 70-year-old man. Okay. He thought He, he was saving the day. Yeah. So he was at the grocery store and was like, Oh my God, that guy is stealing. (gasps) So then he did what any self-respecting citizen would do. And by that, I mean, absolutely no one. He grabbed the entire shelf of chips and pulled it down in the guy's path so he couldn't get away. (laughs) No, I love your A for effort, though. 70-year-old Patrick Lathrop was shopping at the Safeway on Saturday night when he spotted a couple that he thought might be trying to steal. He ran over and blocked the door with his cart. Then he demanded, show me your receipt for that purchase. Is this Costco? They refused. (laughs) Cute. And there was an argument. It then got physical. And that's when Patrick, was his name Patrick? Yeah. Earned his crazy stupid idiot status. I mean, I feel like he was already in crazy stupid idiot status at the point that he's like blocking the door. Yeah. Like, sir, do you, are you working security at this grocery store? Like what, why do you care? Just a citizen's arrest. Yeah. But he did something else. Something else. Yeah. He, oh, he peed on their shoes. (laughs) No. And told them it's raining. (laughs) No. Nope. And spoiler alert, it was judge Judy. (laughs) No. (laughs) Was it this? No! Oh my god! But he did pull something out of his pants. Oh. It was a gun. Oh! And he fired two shots. This is a very gunny, crazy, stupid idiot. And he fired two shots at the perpetrators. There's only one problem with this scenario. Actually, there's several, but now there's another problem. It was a super soaker. Oh, those are fun. I know. No, he he fired real two gun. shots, but the people were not crooks or criminals, and they had stolen. They had stolen nothing. He literally overreacted, Aww. blocked their their way out of the grocery store, fired a gun at them. By the way, they're all okay. He did graze one of the guys' necks, oh, but what? he was treated at the hospital. What did you think I was saying? Well, he just starts with an N, ends with an S, and it was the... Oh, <laughs> grazed his neck. <laughs> neck. Not below the belt. Thank you. He was arrested and charged with first-degree assault. However, his excuse is also delightful, or his response. He said he didn't uh, try to shoot them out of any sense of malice. He was claiming self-defense because the guy was beating him to death. What? Yeah. I thought he was going to say the devil made him do it. No, he said the the, the other guy was beating him to death. Store employees say, not so fast, and they stole nothing. So this dude went to jail. I mean, that just seems so severe that you would, like, be so, I mean, pun not intended, triggered to, like, pull out a gun. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I stay out of those things. (laughs) What? (laughs) What things? Most of the, the Gun things. Gunfights? <laughs> Most of the things mentioned yeah, but in that story. You grocery shop. What if yeah. that yeah, guy but, thought no. you were stealing? Well, mm-hmm. that's not okay. I'm saying I wouldn't. If Stop I thought stealing. if I thought somebody else was stealing, I would stay out of that. Do you oh. see what I mean? Oh, yeah, you Panda, though, pointed out business. that you actually might be the person who pulls out a gun and shoots someone. Okay. And here's why. Okay. I okay, she didn't go say ahead. That, but here's what she did say. Okay, but Bradley's second story reminds me of when Colleen yelled at someone who was scraping ice off their own window. 
Remember the time that Colleen got on a school bus? Stop stealing! Well, and that berated a child. That time, she at least had what she thought was a credible it uh, was, reason. I, the yes. time that she rolled down the window and harassed a person scraping ice off their window is an entirely different story. True. That, True. Just really quickly to put to put that all together. I was driving into work. I was a couple lanes away from somebody who was approaching the driver's side of their vehicle with something long and big and, and went to the window and began kind of a plunging motion. And I rolled down my window and I said, Hey, I see you. Otherwise known as what every Minnesotan does. (laughs) In the winter. Listen, yeah. Colleen's a vigilante. <laughs> Watch out, Charles Trigger Bronson. happy vigilante. I'm just saying. Had don't... they not been scraping their window, I would have felt good about the fact that I stopped them from stealing a car. But you wouldn't have because you literally drove by. You didn't stop. Yeah, you were just like, you... hey, it's my stop. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, at, I was stopped at the stoplight. I stop see light. you, but I'm not stopping. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Bye. Okay. Yeah. I'm done now. When no. we come back, <laughs> you can't done. be done. We've got a turkey in the instant pot. Oh, yeah. Did you miss? I'm sorry. You said an S word that was unfamiliar to me. Was that son? <laughs> this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer over there, Holly Roberts, telling us that it's sunny outside. That means we're happy. Hi. Hi, guys. I don't know what we're doing. Are we ready for a turkey? Can we get a turkey fanfare? Uh, yeah, hold on a second. Let's see. Turkey fanfare. Colleen, turkey. the turkey is done. It's unplugged. Oh. It's next to the microphone, and I'm about to yes! let it loose. Okay. You want to set the stage here? I will happily set the stage. We have been spending the last three hours of our program, not even, fewer than three hours, uh, cooking a frozen turkey all the way to fully done. Where did we get this turkey and why? It was in the work freezer. It's been there for months. Nobody claimed it. And uh, we never figured out who actually brought it here. So we decided, well, let that turkey live out the full, uh, you know, the full cycle of its, of its calling in life. The and uh, of life. it is uh, that turkey died and gave its breast and uh, froze it for a very long time so that we could cook it. We're not going to eat it because we don't know about the turkey breasts origins and when and how long it was frozen for and if it ever spoiled before that happened. And so we don't trust it, but we wanted to give this turkey a good send off. And Bradley brought in his instant pot. I did, and it's all ready to go. It's been going for about two hours, and I'm going to do a quick release. Oh, yes. This is the payoff, everyone. So I'm going to do the quick release. You're going to hear yeah, it, you but are. Colleen, if you, <laughs> you want, you're grateful you're in the other room. <laughs> hey! Hey-o. Uh, do you want to explain, while it's being released, yes. what's actually happening? Well, okay, so Brad... Oh, wow, yes! Oh, that is... Direct that. Okay, so there is a valve on an Instant Pot, and that's what pressurizes it. And Bradley has just released the valve. Do you smell that, Holly? Do you smell Oh, not yet. It's like when the dog farts and it hasn't wafted over to me yet. And so coming your way. That is actually where you first get a whiff of what's been going on in the Instant Pot. Uh, Little pro tip, if you just uh, hold up the valve manually, you can get it to come out even faster. How are you doing that without burning your hand? There's the turkey! It's not hot. Okay. Uh, And Holly has now gotten the turkey odor delivered directly to her nostrils. Yep. 
Uh, I believe it looks as though we have a guest coming into the control room to see exactly what is going on. That that is a, a that is a journey. Is it a pungent turkey? It, it smells like turkey, oh. but it also smells like chemicals at the hair salon. Okay, so is there a little turkey funk in there? Yeah, it's a little funky turkey. But it smells like a roast turkey. Hopefully, it's not like spewing pathogens. What if when you <laughs> open it up, it's just green and shriveled because it's so spoiled? So uh, no, but th- really, all of this was to prove that indeed, yes, the instant pot can take a full. We think it was about six pounds frozen turkey from frozen straight out of the freezer to done in the space of three hours yeah it's really remarkable gosh boy we that let that naturally release it we'd be here we'd be here until yeah. we'd be yeah. here Lori and julia We've would got be like almost two and a half done minutes left oh God, oh it's 52 30 no we're gonna it will be complete by the it's, time it's getting close it sounds yeah. like it's getting close because you're doing that uh pressure release i also like to style. uh i also like to push the the plunge the thing the little button down with a pen at the same time that pushes it out faster as well yeah i don't know you know curious enough Mm -hmm. i don't know if there are like guests sitting in on this program because we do have people outside and there are we have an audience okay our apologies to them if they are going to have to marinate in the turkey Pro tip, when you open an Instant Pot, always turn and open away from you because you don't want to get a steam burn on your face. This is a great pro tip. Thank you. Now Bradley is opening... I, and, oh, the pressure! I'm worried. Is, is the pressure done? It's trickling oh, off. Yeah, I'm got... scared. I don't want this to be an explosion. Have you ever no, exploded it? Oh, it's open. Oh, here we go. And uh, I see a cloud of steam. How does she look? Oh, it's sizzling. Can you hear that? Oh, yeah. I'm probably ruining this very expensive microphone getting it so close. <laughs> no, it, it looks perfect. Like, I want to reach in and eat that don't, turkey. No, don't, not, don't, not, don't do it. Not, not going to do it. But look at the it. juice. It creates its own gravy without oh. needing an actual. Look at the juice in there. Listen, if you have been listening to this entire program and you do not already own an Instant Pot, you have gone to Amazon right now and there's one on the way to your house. I know it. It looks amazing. Did you get pictures of that social media, Hannah? Um, so, Bradley? That, I mean, again, can I just remind you, doesn't that look like it's been roasting for hours? Bradley, are you going to eat it? No, I'm not eating it. Okay. That. All um, right. I don't no, think anyone's going to eat it. We've been advised just to, by know. the accounting firm of... Uh, uh, penicillin and, <laughs> and, and diarrhea. Diarrhea, <laughs> penicillin, and diarrhea. Don't eat that because we don't we don't know the chain of custody on that turkey. No, breast, no. And it's not a good idea to eat a piece of meat that you don't know the origin of. But I will say it did exactly what the yes. Instant you pot should does. know your meat. Yeah, know the origin of your meat. Hey, yeah. that's a good. That's, that that's is that's a good that's solid nice. advice. You got yeah. a bunch of nice bone broth in there that you can pour over the shredded turkey breasts. And then you've got like a whole week's worth of prepared turkey meat. You can make soups. You can make salads. You could do a turkey chili. You could do turkey tacos, Colleen. Um, question. Who's going to answer when QVC calls uh, to see if we want a show? <laughs> uh, I mean, any one of us. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying like who's because I what's think your favorite thing to do to do with the, in instant, the instant pot, pot i mean honestly that thing was solid frozen i just i love that's that's my favorite use of the instant pot that is again the thing that sold me is that i can make meat in the instant pot 
in no time from Frozen. Yeah, that turkey's amazing. I would go to town on that. But you're not going to because we don't no. know. No, we don't turkey know town our turkey. means turkey trots. We'll send that uh, to the compost heap. Yeah, thank you. Yes, it'll feed the earth. When we come back, it'll be tomorrow. Lori and Julia, though, they're coming up next. Everybody stay safe out there. Be excellent to each other and enjoy that sun. Bye! Bye! Bye. Gobble, gobble. Bye.